Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And I want to let you know that the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Over 2 million men worldwide have joined the movement for all their below-the-waist needs. Engineers for the last 18 months have perfected the greatest hair trimmer ever created, the Lawnmower 3.0. The third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. You can choose the Lawnmower 3.0 as well as other items by going to manscaped.com and you can also save 20% by using the promo code State of Saints. That's manscaped.com. Use the promo code State of Saints and save 20% on the Lawnmower 3.0 as well as other Manscaped items. That's manscaped.com. Hey, what's going on? Who that nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And I hope everyone is having a good Friday. Yes, we are recording on a Friday night. And I know a lot of people were waiting for this topic right Not here, but right If you have been uh, under a rock today, uh, if you have been out of pocket, uh, according to sources, and these sources are correct, star cornerback Marshawn Lattimore was arrested. That's right. Marshawn Lattimore was arrested for possessing stolen property. Yes, he possessed stolen property. And that stolen property just so happened to be a loaded handgun. Uh, this is the story. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore with a few of his compadres and uh, they were driving rather recklessly and they were pulled over by the police. When the police uh, inspected the car, he found two loaded handguns. Uh, a couple of his homeboys just so happened to be under the influence. Marshawn Lattimore, along with his friends, were arrested, man. And as of right now, um, he is... Uh, well, he was in jail. Uh, he's, I think it, it has been, um, I think it's a fourth degree felony that he, uh, that they gave him a fourth degree felony for having a, a loaded handgun, uh, not registering it, uh, you know, it being stolen. Uh, he had to pay $5,000. I mean, that's basically like a drop in a bucket to him. And uh, now Marshawn Lattimore, uh has a record and um you know <laughs> i don't even know how to start this conversation man uh it, it's so many things that's going through my mind right now you know i mean 
I can't believe, man, my homeboy got I mean, I, I just can't believe it, man. Like, I, I just, look. <sighs> I'm trying so hard not to snap, man. I'm trying so hard not to snap. I understand that when you come from a certain place, when you come from, you know, areas like Cleveland, areas like New Orleans, areas that, you know, probably, you know, people consider the hood. You know, I understand that you want to still have that reputation that even though I made it, even though I made it, even though I'm successful, I didn't forget about y'all. You know, Marshawn Lattimore is a really good football player. I think he is very, very important to the success of the New Orleans Saints going forward. But Marshawn Lattimore has to understand where he's at in his life and his career. He has to understand that just because you've elevated doesn't mean you forgot about your homeboys, but you also have to understand that you can do certain things to still prove that you one of the boys. First off, I blame his homeboys. I blame his homeboys for putting him in that position. See, if I got a bunch of homeboys, man, and I'm the one that made it, I would hope that they would put me in a position where I'm never caught in this type of situation. You should never want the guy that made it to be in this situation. You should understand that this guy is very, very important, and we don't want this to happen to this guy. Y'all feel what I'm saying? Like, he's the one that made it. So if you got loaded handguns in there and you know your homeboy is an NFL star and you know he's well-known and he's a social figure, why the hell would you want your homeboy to be in that position? You should have let him know, hey, bro, nah, man, look, we don't want you to get caught up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then another thing is, where the hell are you going? If you got to have loaded handguns, Look, I understand that you're a football player. You got a bunch of money. You're in your hometown. And we know. Like, let's stop sugarcoating this. You know the most hate that you get when you come back, when you're successful, is in your very own hometown. We get it. We heard We heard people talk about this. If you're a hip-hop fan, you heard Lil Boosie talk about this when he was talking about going to Baton Rouge. He said you get more hate in your hometown than you get in any other city across the country. So I understand, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody in town know that Marshawn made it. Everybody know that Sean made it. Everybody, that's what they call him in his hometown for, I guess, you no know, Sean. Sean made it. I understand that everybody knows that he made it. But damn, bro, where are you going that you have to have two loaded handguns? Where are you going? You know what I'm saying? When you rolling with homeboys that's under the influence. And then most importantly, dude, you do this in a contract year. 
You do this in a contract year. When you are negotiating to possibly be one of the highest paid cornerbacks in the National Football League, you do this now? Do you understand the leverage, the hand that you are giving the New Orleans Saints organization? Look, make no mistake about it. These NFL teams don't want to pay these guys top dollar. They don't want to pay these guys top dollar. They don't want to pay you. They are trying to find ways not to pay you. And you gave them a huge reason not to. You gave them a huge reason not to, Marshawn. And everybody knows, man, it's no secret. I, I love Marshawn Lattimore, man. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? I interact with him on social media. But at the same time, man, dude, you got to be a little bit more responsible than this. You have to understand your position. I don't understand these cats, man. I don't understand it. You don't have to prove a damn thing to nobody. Why do dudes feel like they have to go home and show everybody, even though I'm on, I didn't forget about the hood? There are a million and one ways, a million and one ways that you can show that you still love the hood. You you go back to Cleveland every single year for back to school and you and you give away backpacks and, and, and stationery. You get football camps. You do all of these different things. If people still think that you don't care about the hood, you know what you can do? You can put two middle fingers up to them and say, hey, look what I'm still doing. You have to understand your position. That's the price of fame. That is the price of fame. When, when you go out here and you make it, you can't move the same way that you did when you was in high school. You can't move the same way, man. And if your homeboys are telling you, hey, man, Sean, dog, I thought you was for the hood, dog. I mean, man, where you at, man? Where you forgot about us? Saying, nah, I ain't forget about you, but I'm in a different level in my life. I, I'm, I'm doing something that's bigger than anything else. I can't get caught up. The homeboys that was riding in the car with him, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. They shouldn't even put Marshawn in that position. You don't put the dude that made it in that position. Where my people from the hood at, bro? How many of y'all know, man? How many of y'all knew when the star player was looked out by the whole hood? When the biggest gangsters that you find in the hood, she the dude that have a promising basketball career, a promising football career. They be like, nah, bro, nah, get away from us, man. We ain't lie, bro. You, you know what I'm saying? Look, man, you got that game coming up. Man, you got the scholarship. That's, man, you don't, we don't want you to be around us. Go home. You know what I'm saying? Don't be out here. What you doing out here late? The hood used to look out for them. But your homeboys, man, they like, man, that's my dog right there. Man, putting your homeboy in that position ought to be ashamed of himself. Marshawn Lattimore, he got to move different. Look, I understand that when he hopped up in that car, he probably didn't think in a million years that it would have got pulled over. I understand that. But you have to understand the situation that you are in. You are a star football player. You are the star cornerback of the New Orleans Saints. You are up for a big contract. And now, not only did you put your life in jeopardy you put your career in jeopardy 
And now most likely you're going to miss a few games. So you're putting your team in jeopardy. Look, I don't think Marshawn Lattimore is a bad person. I don't. I don't think he is, man. I think I just think that this was a bad judgment call. And then another thing, my dude, I, I don't think he ever had a police record. I don't think he ever got arrested. Why can't you just register and get a firearm? Why can't you just register and get your own gun? I mean, I think Marshawn Lattimore, look, I ain't trying to count a man pockets, but Damn, man, he made, I know he made about $15 million in his career so far. You telling me you can't do proper paperwork? You got to move like that, man. You got to have goon behavior. I mean, come on, man. Like, all you had to do is just fill out the paperwork. You ain't have to get a stolen fire on. You know what I'm saying? I get it. It's probably, look, your homeboy probably had a gun or something like that. Hey, man, you can use that. But stolen gun, bro? Multi-millionaire walking around with a stolen firearm? Man, Marshawn, you got to move better than that, my friend. You got to move better than that. I know it. I look, I, I, I doubt if we're ever going to see Marshawn Lattimore in this situation again. Marshawn Lattimore, you know, is, like I said, a solid dude. But I just hope that he learns from this situation and understands that he is a social figure. He has the hopes and dreams of an organization on him because people are counting on him to be the best member of the secondary for the New Orleans Saints. He is important to the success of this team. Marshawn Lattimore not being on a football team for the New Orleans Saints is huge. It's huge, man, because he plays one of the most important positions. Well, all positions, all positions are important. But he plays the most important position in the secondary. He plays corner. And he's one of the best. And, and, and I, look, when you're doing stuff like that, you, you're letting your team down. You, you're letting your team down, man. But like, forget about, forget about us, man. I, I hate to say it like that. But you're letting your team down. The other 52 men that are going to war with you. I just hope that he learns his lesson. I'm pretty sure like he'll probably get some community service, maybe some probation. I mean, slap on the wrist, fourth degree felony. That's not, you know, that's not nothing huge or anything like that. But I just hope that he learns his lesson. I hope that, you know, that he never get put in this position again. Look, I understand that you love the hood. I understand them, the homeboys you grew up with. But you're not the same dude. You're not the same dude that walked the streets of Cleveland, bro. You're not that dude no more. You got everything to lose. You got everything to lose by being out there. You, you, don't, gain, you don't gain no stripes. Just because, you know what I'm saying, they see you on the corner by the local corner store, you don't get no stripes for that. Oh, Marshawn, he's still in the hood, man. Bro, come on, man. We got, we got to be better than that. You, you, you got to be better than that, man. I hope you learned this lesson. But thank you all so much for being a part of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Uh, I'm about to go to the comments to see what you all have to say. But, I mean, this is very disappointing, man. This is very disappointing. I'm pretty sure he disappointed in himself. But, uh, man, you got to move better than this, man. You can't you can't move like a full-blooded goon, man, and you're a star football player playing in the NFL. 
Joe says uh, he better not uh, get suspended. Um, look, he could probably gonna miss some games, right? He gonna miss some games. It is a matter how many, maybe two, maybe you probably give him a four game suspension. You might appeal it for two. So uh, he probably, but I don't, I don't see him missing. I don't see him missing no more than four games. Some stars believe they're above the law. Frank, I don't even think it's that. I don't think it's that. I don't think that he feels like he's above the law. I really feel like when he got the hopped up in that car, he he didn't think that, you know, he didn't think that they were going to get arrested. But I mean, riding in a car with two loaded firearms, you, you know what I'm saying? Your homeboys under the influence. Like it just, man, that's just reckless behavior right there. That's just reckless behavior. It was Baker Mayfield who snitched on him. <laughs> well, I don't know who snitched on him or not, man. I don't know who snitched on him. Honestly, I don't care. Uh, he just can't put himself in that position. You know, you, you can't put yourself in that position. Ho uh, I said, hopefully he learns his lesson. Goodell is going to have a field day with him. Mm, I don't know about a field day, but I'm pretty sure he's probably going to miss a few games because of it. No, uh, he was uh, supposed to know he was dealing with a stolen gun. Uh, he's supposed to be psychic just because he got money. Now <laughs> He's just a man. He can't read minds. Look, like I said, I don't know if he knew it was stolen or not. I'm pretty sure he, he, he didn't. You know, I'm pretty sure he didn't know it was stolen. You know, but at the same time, like I said, you got you made about $15 million throughout your career. Like you can't go to the store. You know, get the proper paperwork and, um, you know, get your own fire on. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to you got to get it from somebody, you know what I'm saying, a homeboy or something like that. Nah, man, like that that ain't good anyway. And then on top of that, you know, this might have been a blessing in disguise because what if somebody look, what if he would have tried somebody like I mean, uh, what somebody would have tried him? Excuse me. Let's just say he out and about. He's standing on the corner somewhere. You know what I'm saying? He in his old neighborhood, chilling with his homeboys. Y'all, some hating dude come up to him, hey, bruh, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, you know, like just walk past him, hating, hating his eyes, hating his heart. And all of a sudden they get into it. Marshawn Lattimore pulls out a gun, open fires, and shoots the guy. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, you basically shot somebody, and you don't even have a registered firearm. So you could have easily went to jail for, you know, for, for a couple of years because of that. So... This is probably God talking to Marshawn Lattimore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like his life probably was spared in a certain way. Because, like I said, the way that he moves, it, it was only a matter of time before the inevitable happened. Because, obviously, you must have, you must believe something if you're riding around with a loaded firearm. You got to believe somebody going to try you if you're riding around with a loaded firearm. So you already got a level of paranoia in, in, in you. To believe that somebody could possibly try you, you know, it, you know, and, and you will have to retaliate. So this probably was a blessing in disguise because he would have gotten some time if he would have ended up shooting somebody with a firearm that wasn't registered in his name and stolen. So the police might have saved his life. Well, his football career, you know, his football life, I can tell you that. I mean, it's, it's bigger than that. Like he, he basically dodged the bullet. You know, him getting a, him getting arrested probably was the best thing that happened to him. 
But now, you know what I'm saying? I, I, look, I, I don't know if he ever be able to get a firearm now. I think he might have ruined his chances. Saints definitely uh, definitely need to trade up now to get J.C. Horn. Lattimore screwed up. Uh, look, he screwed up, but it's not it's not a death sentence, man. It's a fourth-degree felony. He's going to have to pay a fine. Most likely, he's probably going to get some probation. You know, he's probably just going to get some probation. That's about it. You know, I don't uh, – look – Let's not jump to conclusions here. Let's not act like the dude's career is over. He made a mistake. It, it was it was a reckless mistake. Let's let's act as if you know what I'm saying. Like this, don't don't act as if this is a you know one of those situations where you know a, a Plaxico Burris type situation. You know, Plaxico Burris in the club. You know, shoots himself with his own gun in a New York club, which is a big no no. Having a firearm in New York City. Uh, that's a, that's a big no, no. Okay. It's not, it's not a plastical burris situation. It's a, you know, it's a little light, it's, it's, it's a light situation. So let's not jump to conclusions. Let's not panic. All right. I mean, it, it's not the worst. It's not the worst thing in the world. Could have been way worse, way worse. That's why I say, I am glad uh, in a way I'm glad that this happened because the way Marshawn Lattimore moves, if you follow him on Instagram, this man stay in the hood. You know what I'm saying? This man, this man is in the hood. You know what I'm saying? More than I, I don't know a corner store. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Your local corner store. You know what I'm saying? Your, your, the plug. You know what I'm saying? He, he out, he out there. You know, you, you see him out there, man. You know, sitting on top of air conditioning. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the central air unit. Like he, he, be, he that deep up in the hood. So. This probably was the best thing to happen to him in a way. Nothing but facts. Say that on Bourbon Street. Uh, dare you, Trump. Uh, let me see. Ernest uh, says, say that on Bourbon Street. Dare you, Trump. I don't know exactly what that means. Uh, amen, TJ. What's your circle? Uh, watch your circle before they hurt you. I, I don't even look. I'm pretty sure those homeboys would probably lay down their life for him. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure they would. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they would look out for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure that they've been friends for a very long time. But they have to understand their position. They have to understand his position. And they have to understand that they cannot do the same things they once did when they were kids because your friend now has a lot to lose. Like, don't put yourself, don't put him in that position. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't have him out here looking reckless because that like that that's you know what I'm saying? That that's the money right there. You know what I'm saying? That that's the guy. The whole operation is dismantled. You know, dismantled if this dude get caught up. So you got to act accordingly, man. You got to act accordingly. You got to take care of this dude if that's your homeboy. There's no way in the world like if I have a homeboy. Let's just say if he running for public office or something like that or he a public figure. I'm not gonna have my homeboy out here, you know what I'm saying, all up, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in the hole in the walls and you know what I'm saying, all up in a hood and stuff like that. And you know what I'm saying? I, I I'm going to make sure that I protect him. You know, like man, this ain't cool, bro. Like, this ain't cool. Now you gotta watch, you gotta watch your homeboy, man. You got you gotta protect the money. Man, let him carry his strap. Yeah, he can carry his strap. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but if it's legal, it, it got to be legal, man. You know, like, I don't have no problem with that. I mean, that's his right, you know? 
your it's your constitutional right to bear arms, right? I mean, it's a const it's in the constitution, you know. <clears throat> you got people out here talking about gun control and all that other crap, but here's your constitutional right to carry a firearm. But at least get it registered, man. And you ain't got no excuses not to. You're rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, you can go to you can go to any any bass pro shop or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You can go to any shop, you know what I'm saying? Gun gun show around the country, around the world, and get yourself a firearm. He chose not to do that for some apparent reason. And and I don't know why. I, I really don't. Okay, I'm going to scroll down a little bit. So I apologize to some of you that uh, commented. You know, I'm going to scroll down a little bit because the chat is going pretty fast here. So I do apologize to some of you that commented. Feel free, like, if you made a comment, uh, feel free if you, you know, to write it again if you don't hear it. Isaac says, uh, is he going to spend time in jail? I doubt it. I doubt it. Probably some community service, maybe probation. I, I don't see him. I don't see him spending time in jail. Damien says, hey, TJ, do you think this might affect his new contract? Absolutely. Absolutely. Said at the top of the show, Damien, man, these teams are, 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 are doing everything they can not to play, pay these guys. You know, they want to make sure that they have control. They want to make sure that they have the, the hand. You know what I'm saying? No team wants to feel like they're at the mercy of a player. And he just put himself in that position. He put himself in that position. He put himself in a position to give the Saints all the leverage because they can easily just say, well, you know, we're, we're not sure about you. You know, and how can you blame him? You can't get mad. You know, you put yourself in that position. So if you want to roll with your homeboys, that's cool. If you want to be out here in these streets, that's cool, man. You want to be, you know, you want to be a, a full-blooded goon, that's fine. But you want to do it without money. I mean, fair or not, he gave them all the leverage in the world. Like at the beginning of this contract negotiation, he had all of the leverage. I mean, he's a multi-time pro bowler. He's a you know borderline shutdown corner. He's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Uh, analytically, he's always ranked in the top five, top ten, depends on the category. Uh, so he had all the leverage. But now you just gave it right back to the New Orleans Saints. So now when Mickey Loomis and Kai Harley and all the rest of this crew come to the table, trust and believe they're going to bring this up. So he could have possibly cost himself a couple million dollars. Uh, let me see. I don't think he uh, he knew it was stolen. His homeboy probably gifted him that and he took it without thinking twice. That's what it sounded like to me. Well, Kirkland, I'll tell you what, if, if that's the case, I ain't rolling with that. That's not my homeboy. All right. I'm, that's not my homeboy. I, I ain't rolling with him. I can't. I can't roll with you like that. If you jeopardize my career, I can't roll with you no more. I, I can't. You know, you prove. You prove to me that you're not thorough. You prove to me you're not honest. I can't trust you. I can't trust. I can't trust being around you because you're not thinking about my best interests. So that would be one of my homeboys I cut off. I mean, can, can y'all imagine, though? Like I said, can you imagine if this dude would have fired that gun or shot somebody? Marshawn Lattimore would be in jail. He'll probably have to spend some time in jail. And your homeboy, man, I, I mean, I, I ain't knew it was stolen. What? 
Don't make no sense, man. Joseph Thomas says, when keeping it real goes wrong, terribly wrong, but it could have been worse. But let's make sure this situation is above all, not a good vibe for Nola. Yeah, it's not a good vibe, man. It's definitely something that you don't need right now. If Josh Gordon can get 15 lives, Lattimore isn't even close to that. <laughs> well, I think that's two different situations, Neil. Uh, look, Josh Gordon don't need to be nowhere around football. Uh, the fact that people keep on giving him opportunities and enabling him uh, just shows you right there that the NFL don't give a damn about these players. They care more about what that player can do for them. Okay, it's like UPS. What can Brown do for you? What can Josh Gordon do for me? Okay, as long as he's six foot three, 220 pounds, and can catch everything they throw at him, he can come play for my squad. But don't get don't feed me that crap about oh, I want to give him a chance to save his life. Man, that's some BS. You're using this guy for your own advantage. Josh Gordon needs help. Josh Gordon don't need to be nowhere around the National Football League. And it's two different situations between him and Marshawn Lattimore. I feel like Marshawn Lattimore made a mistake. And I think he's going to learn from it. Josh Gordon is an addict. I don't, I don't feel bad by saying it. I mean, look, if it walk like a duck, sound like a duck, flap like a duck, it ain't a mongoose. It's a duck. All right. Josh Gordon constantly gets busted uh, for having substance inside of his body. The guy is an addict. Why do they keep on putting this addict out here on the field? It's because of what he can do. This is a prime example about what the NFL does. You know, the NFL don't give a damn about these football players. I mean, they, they don't. You know, I, I love the NFL. We all do. We, we all love the NFL, but that is a fact. They don't care about those players. They'll love you. They'll worship you as long as you they can get something out of you. As long as, as you work in their favor – They'll do it. But the day, the moment, the time, the injury that prohibits you from doing so, that's it. Marshawn Lattimore and Josh Gordon are two different situations. You know, Marshawn made a mistake. Josh Gordon continues to make mistakes. But I pray the brother gets his life right. But I don't think that he needs to get another opportunity in the National Football League because uh, right now what's going on in his life is much bigger than football. Cash Black says, me and my brother uh, said the same thing. Come on, Marshawn. Yeah. Just get legal guns like me. Exactly. Get, get yourself some legal guns, man. Felicia Smith says, uh, yeah, he doing the most. His mentality has uh, got to be elevated or it will happen again. I want to slap the back of his neck. Look, <laughs> like I said, I just think that it was a mistake. But you do have to change your mentality. You got to change the way you move. You got to, you know, you can't be posted up in the hood like the mailbox no more. You can't. You're rich. You know what I'm saying? You ain't riding on the back of your, your uncle truck no more. You ride through the hood in a G-Wagon or a Bentley, you know what I'm saying? Or a Rolls Royce, if I'm not mistaken. I think you got a Rolls Royce, you know? Like, yeah, that's how you rolling through the hood, you know? So dudes going to want to try you. Dudes hate you. They despise you. You know, like not, not of any fault of yours. It's just the fact that you made it and they didn't. They probably struggling to make ends meet, and here you are taking pictures with wads of cash by your ear. You know what I'm saying, like young Dolph, young Dolph. You know, like a, a little boost. 
you know, and these guys are watching you, you know, and they hate, they have hate in their heart for you. You know, they want to see you, you know, fail. They pray for your downfall. And if you get too close to them, they'll be your downfall. You cannot move like this. You can't move like this no more, man. You can't. His homeboys that was around him, they should have understood that. Like, what kind of stuff is this, man? What, what happened to the hood, man? Ain't no way in the world. Mm -mm. Ain't no way in the world, man, the hood. Like, when I was a, a teenager and my, when I was young, ain't no way in the world they would have had the star player, uh, you know what I'm saying, or the star out there in the streets like that. Heck no. Nah. You, know, you know, man, dudes would go to the, the liquor store. You know what I'm saying? Like go, you know what I'm saying? If you if you like to uh dabble, you know what I'm saying, and weed, they'll go to the weed man and bring all that stuff back to the star's house. And they can get drunk, get high at the house. And you know what I'm saying? Nobody will know about it. Because everybody understood that we don't want to get this man caught up. But I don't understand this world now. We got to show everybody that we made it. We got to show everybody that we own. We got to show everybody how successful we are. Like, look at my shoes. Look at my fit. Look at my watch. Look at my car. You think these people really care? You think these people are really happy for you? Some of them are. You know what I'm saying? Some of them are happy for you. But for the most part, the other people, they hate you. They hate you because they wish they were you. You know, it's, it's just the truth. They got some haters out here in the world. I know some of y'all probably know some haters. Y'all know some haters, man. Somebody, somebody see you doing good right now. Got the good job. You know what I'm saying? My ladies, you get your nails done, your hair done. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? You, you came to slay, as they say. <laughs> my, my boys, man, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the drip is official, like the first and the 15th check. And dudes looking at you sideways. You know what I'm saying? They hating on you from the side. I remember when that fool didn't have nothing. I remember when that fool used to, nah, bro. They hating on you. It, it just, it's just the truth. There's some haters in this world. People hating you on social media <laughs> right now. People hate each other on, on social media right now. Despise them. Because they probably get more likes than them. So imagine how it is when somebody just a multi-millionaire and everybody knows them. And they're well-respected in the National Football League. Not, not, not only are you in the National Football League, but you're a really good football player in the National Football League. Look, what I need everybody to do right now, please hit the like button. Please hit the like button. If you like the State of the Saints podcast, if you enjoy the show, you enjoy the content, uh, go ahead and hit that like button for me. I really would appreciate it. And if you're new to the State of the Saints podcast, go ahead and hit that subscription button. Go ahead and do that for your boy right now, man. I really appreciate that. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much for being here. Thank y'all so much for being a part of the show. Mocha, thank you very much for the $10. Says, at least this ain't like DeAndre Baker or Quinn Dunbar. <laughs> uh, was doing on robbery on people in Benz and Lambos in Miami. All charges were dropped against them later. Quinn Dunbar, excuse me, but Quinn Dunbar is an idiot. This is the same dude who went into a department store and stole drawers. Like, that's when you know you're a true kleptomaniac.
do. You you can't afford you can't afford that. You you can't afford no underwear, man. Like seriously, you got to go in the department store and steal them. What's wrong with this dude, man? But yeah, it could have been worse, man. Quentin Dunbar is an idiot, dude. I'm I'm comfortable with saying that. He's an idiot. Uh, a downright 100% grade A idiot. LMG Sayout says, we can't really sit here and say we would cut off, uh, cut that friend off uh, if we was in uh, Marshawn's shoes. We don't know what happened, and Sean don't seem dumb either. Uh, he knows what he's doing and who he got around him. Obviously, he don't. Obviously, he don't if he up here getting caught up with uh, stolen firearms and didn't know nothing about it. And, yes, I would cut my friend off. Nah, ain't, ain't no – ain't look – you're messing with my money. Period. You messing with my money. You messing with my livelihood. I can't roll with you no more. I mean, maybe some people will be conflicted about it, but <laughs> not me. You mess with my money. You mess with my family. You mess with anything that will stop me from reaching a certain level of success that I am trying to attain. Bye-bye. Don't feel bad about it. Because you put me in that position and I can't roll with you no more. It's just as simple as that. It's just like this could have easily went south, folks. If we're talking scenarios, this could have easily went south. Think about this, man. Are you carrying a loaded weapon to a place that you feel safe? Are you going to carry a loaded weapon to a place that you feel safe? Obviously, if you're traveling and rolling the streets of Cleveland with loaded firearms, you must think that somebody is going to try you. So here's the thing. Why in the hell are you putting yourself in that position? Why are you going out where you feel that where you're going, there could possibly be a threat on your life? What the hell are you doing? Why would your homeboy... Bring you into the belly of the beast. So, yes, I would cut them off. And one thing twice about it. Once again, you are messing with my money. You're messing with my life. So, no. So, no, I, I can't roll with you. You may not value your life, but my life is important. So, no, I can't mess with it. Sorry. I don't make the rules. And, if, and, and, and uh, I don't make the rules, bro. All right, William says, uh, who that? Keep up the good work. Thank you very much for the $3.99, my friend. I appreciate that. Ken says, thanks, TJ, for what you do. Man, thank y'all for supporting me, and thank y'all for being being here. I, I appreciate that, man. Uh, you know, State of Saints podcast is growing. You know, it's, it's, it's growing rapidly. Uh, you know, we're getting good interviews. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We, the subscribers are going up. You know, we got sponsors here. So, you know, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy about the success of the show. But most importantly, I'm just happy to be able to talk Saints football, talk life issues and everything else with you all, man. I appreciate it. Thank you all for your time. Ridiculous with him. Not draws. Yeah, man. 
Quentin Dunbar stole draws, man. Draws. This man, literally, low lies. This man ran for 125 yards on Sunday and stole draws on Monday. What a way to celebrate. I mean, think about this. Like, you ran for 125 yards. I'm pretty sure they gave you the game ball because I think at the time DeMarco Murray was out. DeMarco Murray was the running back at the time, and how I know this because I was staying in Dallas. And this man, this man, everybody have, hey, game ball goes to. Call him up here, Quentin. Hey! You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, what you gonna do? I'm gonna steal some draws. Like, you serious, dude? Like, you serious? I'm pretty sure you, you got a nice little bonus. If you would have waited <laughs> the next day, football players get paid on Tuesdays. So if you would have waited the next day, your direct deposit would have hit. You could buy a whole plethora of draws. This man goes into the store. You know, what the hell is you doing, man? What the hell are you doing? Draws? <laughs> this is one of the times I wish I had that Tommy Strong uh, on uh, Martin. Got the draws, though. <laughs> That's one of the moments I wish I had that sound bite. But that was, that was uh, what an idiot. What a, what a damn idiot. Uh, TJ, what would you do with the 28th pick in the draft? Uh, I would get a cornerback. I would get a cornerback. Best cornerback available, okay? Best cornerback available would, would, I, would, I would pick, okay? Rather it be Asante Samuel Jr., who was recommended by my guy Brian McFadden, who was on the show a couple days ago, or Jay-Z Horn. Uh, if the Saints want to be aggressive, they got enough draft picks, move up a little bit to try to acquire Jay-Z Horn. But you need yourself a cornerback, in my opinion. That's very important. Jesse says, you are right, TJ. What friend will put you in that position in the first place? Have not a clue. Have not a clue. Why was he even in the hood? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Probably hanging out with his homeboys. You right, TJ. Quinn Dunbar, my goodness, I forgot about him. A total idiot. Yeah. Totally. Damn, the Bucks stack team, only way y'all won. Well, they can stack all they want to, man. You got to you gotta win. You got to win. You're getting everybody the best shot because you're the champs. So, and I ain't mad at them, man. I mean, if they feel like that, I mean, it got them that Super Bowl. So, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I, I, I can't hate on them for that because if the Saints had the money, I'll be wanting them to do the same damn thing, even though I'm not an advocate uh, for building the team through free agency. Uh, but I, if it, if it works, I'm all in. Perfect time to get here. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know what he was doing. Damn, Marshawn, this sucks. Jeffrey says Marshawn Lattimore has too good of a future to allow something like this to happen. Uh, he needs to watch who he is in. His circle. If everyone in his circle isn't on the same level as him, he needs to cut them off. Everyone can't go where you're going. Exactly. Okay. But here's the thing. They're not going to be on the same level as him unless they become a multimillionaire. But you may not be able to be on the same level as him. But at the same time, you got to you can look out for his best interest to make sure that he remains on that level. 
I mean, football is already as complicated, you know, as it is, you know, it is already complicated. And then you add in this, this, this nonsense into it. So I feel like if you have a homeboy that makes it, your primary goal, if you rolling with him, is to make sure that he remains at that position. You know, like you can't just think about, oh, just us, you know what I'm saying, chilling outside the local park or the local corner store. You can't think like that anymore. You got to help him to understand. You got to help him understand, you know, what he has to lose constantly, right? You know, we see people that be messing up all the time. We wonder, like, man, who in this circle? Like, who is the person that's telling him, now nah, this ain't a good idea? You know, do we have a whole bunch of yes men in this circle? And if you have a whole bunch of yes men, I would recommend that you get the hell out of that circle because guys are only going to, they're not going to lead you. You know what I'm saying? They're just going to follow you. And you know what I'm saying? They're going, they don't care where you go. They're not going to tell you anything because they're so afraid that they're not going to be able to get into the clubs. They're not going to be able to get in VIP no more. They're not going to be able to holler at some of the finest women because they, they know you by association. They're not going to be able to take the trips on their yachts and, and go to, uh, you know, you know, Cancun and all that kind of stuff and roll with you. You know, like I look me personally. If, if I have a friend and I care about them a lot, I don't give a damn if they do cut me off for me being honest with them. I'd rather me no longer be friends with him and I'm helping you put, you know what I'm saying, making sure that you stay in your position than to tell you anything and get you caught up. Because I just feel like even though you probably get mad at me, you probably won't talk to me, eventually you'll come back because you'll realize that, damn, that dude was real thorough. You need some thorough guys in your group, man. You need some thorough, like, if you got friends right now, make sure your friend's thorough. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a a, a man or a woman, you know what I'm saying, a relationship, make sure that they thorough. Make sure they stand by you. Make sure they hold you accountable. That's why I respect my friends. See, my friends, they don't sugarcoat nothing for me. If I mess up, they tell me I mess up. If I tell them the situation, they tell, they ask me, nah, what you did? They know me. I know them. We hold each other accountable. That's friendship right there. If you ain't got no friends that's going to hold you accountable, if you don't have no friends that's just going to be right there for you, good, bad, and different, if you don't have a friend that's going to tell you that you got toilet paper on the bottom of your shoe, remove yourself from that situation. Because it's only a matter of time before you get caught up. You don't want to lose everything because you surround yourself with a bunch of yes men. Surround yourself with some real individuals that are going to look out for you, good, bad, or indifferent. If you don't have that in your circle, once again, get the hell out of that circle. There's this old saying. It said when you become the smartest person in the room, it is time for you to leave the room. Okay? If you're around a whole bunch of like-minded people, get the hell out of that circle. If I can't grow from you, if I can't develop from you, if I can't if I can't become a better person from you, I can't be around you. We all can learn something from this situation. We all can learn something from this situation. Now, we probably ain't rolling around with loaded handguns and my homeboys who hides a kite in the backseat. But we all can learn from this situation by surrounding ourselves with positive people that we all 
can learn from. We all can learn from surrounding ourselves with people that are going, going to empower us. That's what you want. You want somebody that's going to empower you. You don't want all that negativity around you. People telling you the worst thing that ever happened to them. You never growing from them. They anything. They, all they're doing is taking from you, and they're not giving. They're not giving anything to you. Wasting your time. Wasting space. Once again, if you didn't listen to anything I said on this show. When you become the smartest person in the room, it is time for you to leave the damn room. And it, it, it might hurt. It, it might hurt. It might hurt because man's my homeboy, man. I've been friends with him 10 years. I've been friends with her for 15 years. Friends with them for 20. Like, if they are not in your best interest, you got to make some very tough decisions because not making that tough decision might make you have to make a tough decision down the line. Eventually, you know what I'm saying? The chicken's going to come home to roost anyway. All right. Now I um, want to thank the sponsor of the state of the saints podcast, uh, manscape. Manscaped.com is the official sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast. And as you all know, that the month of March is March Madness. And it is tournament season. Take care of your hair and hose with the best tools for the job. We're talking about the sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast, Manscaped, the global leader in male grooming and head to toe. When a clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with the Manscaped Performance Package to keep all your hairs and holes tame. It is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide, so join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your grooming today with 20% off courtesy of yours truly. Use the promo code STATE OF SAINTS and you will save 20% off and shipping uh, by going to manscaped.com using that promo code STATE OF SAINTS and then also free international shipping is available. So thank you once again to the official sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast, Manscaped. Now let's go ahead and get back to the show. All right. Thank y'all so much once again for those that just uh, joined in. I know some people are like, why you keep on saying thank you? I mean, I know people are filing in, filing out. But yeah. Um, LMG Sayout says, uh, appreciate you, TJ. I'm usually listening at work and can't comment, but it's all love and appreciation. Led my favorite player, so this ruins my Friday. Thank you very much for the four ninety nine, man. He's one of my favorite players too. Uh, you know, I, I stand by my boy, man. That's my guy. That's my guy right there, man. And it, and, it, and it hurt me to even, you know, be talking about him like this. You know what I'm saying? Because I got so much respect for the dude. He a solid dude, solid dude, man. Like I, I don't have anything negative to say about him. You know, I mean, I've had conversations with him you know, a, a few times, you know, I'll probably say something, mention him. He always, you know what I'm saying? Show love. And uh, you know, like I said, he's a, he's a damn good football player too. And I, I don't want him to go down this path. You know, I don't want to see him uh, get caught up because he's still trying to prove himself to people that don't seem like they want to prove anything to him. 
King Phoenix uh, 12 says, I just came and what's going on? Well, we're talking about Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, uh, you know, if you you have not uh, heard or haven't seen the news, uh, he was arrested. Uh, he was arrested for possessing a uh, stolen firearm that was loaded. Uh, it was reported stolen in Houston, Ohio, I believe. Uh, it was given to him by a friend. Um, it was a fourth degree felony. And uh, he had to pay $5,000 to get out. And uh, his case went to a grand jury, which I'm pretty sure they're probably going to give him community service or something like that. But lesson learned. Lesson learned. CT Crusher, thank you very much for $2. Said very profound words, TJ. But thank you, man. Uh, but it's just true, man. You know, it, it's just true. You got to you gotta surround yourself with people that are going to give you strength. You know, you, you got to surround your you got to surround yourself with people that are going to make you better. You know, and, and it might cause for you to make some tough decisions. But it's going to work in your favor in the future. Well, I'll be John Brown <laughs> says I love the show, TJ. Well, I appreciate that, John Brown. I, I appreciate that so much, man. CJ says Saints whole organization is, is shambles. Uh that remains to be seen. Uh, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand what you mean by that, CJ. You have to expound on that. Uh, you know, I don't think a few. You know, I don't think a mistake by Lattimore and losing some guys due to some cap casualties. I don't think that's just the de demise of, of a you know of an organization. We have yet to see the New Orleans Saints football team play, so I just feel like that's not fair uh for us to assume that this this uh team is going to go down because of i mean we haven't seen these guys take a snap yet and then you know i i mean not picking on ucj but i i just don't understand like how we can go chicken little you um, for those that never heard the story of chicken little uh chicken little was going around telling everybody the sky is falling right nobody believed him right <laughs> until the sky started falling you know what i'm saying like until it started raining like nobody believed him you know, but they had to be had to be proven. They had to be proven to people, right? You know what I'm saying? So I don't think the sky is falling. I don't until I see it, until I see it actually happen. But we can't assume just because Drew Brees retired, you know, just because we got, you know, had to let a few people go due to the cap. Don't mean that this 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 team is just going to be left for dead. Where's your where's your confidence? Where's your confidence? Are, are you? Are you a conditional Saints fan? Huh? Are you are you a Saints fan on the condition of they having Drew Brees as their quarterback? Are you a Saints fan on the condition that Emmanuel Sanders is still on the team? Aquan Alexander, Janoris Jenkins, is that, you know what I'm saying? Is that a deal breaker for you? Because I can tell you as a Saints fan, lifelong Saints fan, been a Saints fan as long as I can remember. I'm 34. So I'll say I've been a Saints fan 34 years due to the fact that my grandmother's been a fan of the Saints uh, since uh, you know, they started since the expansion year. So I can say I've been a Saints fan my whole life. I've seen worse. So I don't know if we have some conditional Saints fans out there, but yeah, if you're a conditional Saints fans, uh, I mean, hop off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hop off. But right here, man, I'm riding this. I'm riding this uh, car until the wheels fall off. And then you know what I'm going to do when the wheels fall off? I'm going to get out the car, put the wheels back on, and keep riding again. This is a lifelong commitment. You can't be a conditional Saints fan. You got to believe in this team. You got to believe in the coaching staff. You got to believe 
that they put the right pieces in place in order for this team to be successful. If you're scared, go to church, okay? If you're scared, go to church. But this isn't one of those times where I feel like the sky is falling. I think that the New Orleans Saints have a very solid foundation. I feel like they got the right coach. I think they got the right uh, front office. I think they got the right leadership that can get them over this hump. And this team has been building for the last three to four years for life after Drew Brees. But maybe some of us are so, you know, you know, fixated on, on, on Drew Brees and, oh, Drew, 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 because we ain't never seen nothing without him. But this team has been building. This team has been striving to be number one for quite some time. And if you haven't enjoyed the process or enjoyed the ride, I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you. You know, if, if you're – if your 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 fandom is conditional, mine's not. <laughs> if yours is, once again, you know, if if, if you're scared, go to church. LMG say out. Thank you very much for 4.99. Says man, you had me in tears when you were promoting Manscaped before St. Patrick's Day, and says St. Patrick's Day uh, coming up. I know you feel lucky. Hey, <laughs> uh, thank you very much for $4.99. Hey, man, look, I got the script right here, okay? You know what I'm saying? Manscaped says read script. I'm going to read script, okay? So they, 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 you know, I mean, ain't no ad living over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, that's what they wanted me to read. That's what I read. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, as, uh, you know, I write commercials for the radio station I work at, 90.9 FM. And uh, I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have written that, okay? I, I would have probably written something else, but I just read what they send me. Thank you, Manscaped. <laughs> Look, their, their products are barred, you know what I'm saying, like second to none, though. They, they have really good products. I, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious, okay? I'm, I'm dead serious. If you if you have not used Manscaped products, you're doing yourself a disservice. And I'm not just saying that because they're a sponsor. Like, they, they, you know, they have really – Good quality stuff. Very satisfied. I'll be saying that if, if they weren't paying me to say it. Uh, 40 Acres in a Mule says they will catch him with a legal gun uh, that he can't have because uh, he's a felon in jail. Yep. Like I said, you ruined your chance. You ruined your chance. You ruined your chance. Now you can't never have a firearm. Uh, you have to jump through hoops in order to get that right. Tom Brady. Says a lot has happened to the Saints. Breeze retire and now this. Yeah, Tom, you know, a lot has happened, but I think they can weather the storm. Must love TJ. Laddie uh, got a cut dude off. They could have had uh, bodies on that gun. Man, you, you feel what I'm saying. You feel what I'm saying. That's why I said it, it could it could have gotten a lot worse. Him going to jail might have saved his life, his career. Like, Seriously. I don't I don't promote people going to jail, but that was one of the probably the best things to happen to him. Because especially if he didn't know. My goodness. My freaking goodness. Mario says uh, Chris Rashad, DB coach, trying to recreate the Legion of Boom, not the Legion of Boom, Boom, Bang, Pow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? We, we ain't trying to we ain't trying to pop off, you know what I mean? Like trying to pop off defensively, you know what I'm saying? Not trying to pop off on nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like, a kid, nobody catch nobody. I hate Tom Brady. I don't hate Tom Brady. I can't say I hate Tom Brady. I don't. I understand, like, why people may feel that way. You know, people don't like winners. 
Yeah, they don't. Like, people want like, – <laughs> I always say this. People want to see you doing good, but they don't want to see you doing too good. Right? When you start doing too good, like, all right, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever know, like, that one person, you know, that was in school that always got all the awards and, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, man, they smart, and then all of a sudden they keep on calling their name at the award ceremony. Like, bruh, I had perfect attendance too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like something. Like you, don't, like, you want people to do good, but you don't want them to do too good. And Tom Brady does really, really good. And it's almost to a point where it's just nauseating and, and frustrating, right? Like, come on, bro. Let somebody else win. So I can't hate a guy for that. I can't hate a guy for being the best. You know, he wins a lot. That's why people hate him. If if he just won one uh, Super Bowl, nobody would care. The fact that he got seven, that's the reason why people care. And they hate that. Because like I said, once again, people want to see you doing good, but they don't want to see you doing too good. They don't, they don't want it. They don't want to see that. They want, they want to see you like in the middle. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's fine. I win one, you win one. You know, that, that's, that's what they want. <laughs> hey, man, I don't want no puke riding uh, with us. We that. Uh, we seen quite a bit without uh, Drew already. Uh, Saints can win games. Exactly. 8-1 without him. That's why I say I don't understand how people could just think the sky is falling. Tamara says, speak the truth, TJ. Yeah, you know, I got to do that. Got to do that. Uh, TJ, you are a good dad and brother to us. So proud. Well, look, um, man, uh, y'all know how I feel about my son, man. Some of y'all seeing him, he on the show constantly. I love my son. That's the best thing that ever happened to me. Him and my wife, like, those are the two th- best things that ever happened to me. They both changed me in good ways. And uh, that's the... That's the big, like, that's the greatest honor that I have. You know, I mean, I love this podcast, but this podcast is second to the love that I have for my wife and my son, you know, and I love you all too, you know, because you all believe in me. You know, I was uh, talking to my mom the other day and, um, you know, I was just telling her, man, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of grasp that concept of, you know, people anticipating you know, me talk about Saints football. And I'm saying that very humbly, folks. Not, not that I'm like, oh, man, y'all waiting. Like, nah. I, I just never grasped that concept. And, you know, I said this morning, you know, that, you know, the day that, you know, you think that you made it, you haven't. You know, I'm always constantly striving to try to be the, the best I can be. And when I reach a certain milestone, I'm looking for what's next. You know, it's like a game of Candy Crush, right? What they have about a million boards, right? A million levels. Like I'm always looking for that next uh, level of Candy Crush, if you will. Like I'm always just looking, you know. So I appreciate that. It is extremely humbling, you know. And I, I had an episode uh, last time. Uh, you know, a viewer he left, and um, you know, I thought about it. I'm like, man, this man just wanted his voice to be heard, and, and I really, you know. All he wanted really was for me to answer his question. And I, I guess I was like, what's the big deal in that? But, you know, the fact that somebody would feel that way about something, you know, you know, about me answering a question is just, it's humbling. It's humbling, man. And I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all for having that faith in me. I appreciate y'all uh, riding with me. I appreciate y'all for 
uh, being important uh, to the success of this show. Uh, there would be no State of the Saints podcast. Wouldn't be as many uh, great guests as we had if you all didn't support me and show love. So thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. Uh, let's go with Greg. Greg said he agreed with Jerry. My guy Jules says uh, it will take years trying to catch up with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I never, ever liked Tom Brady in my Chris Jericho voice. <laughs> never, ever liked Tom Brady. Well, I, I don't have nothing against him. I can't say I, I dislike Tom Brady. Ernest says, TJ, we noticed the blessings. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. I just want to get over this playoff hump. Um, I'm tired of being speechless every year and having to go outside and explore the <laughs> explore to uh explain to people what happened uh like i was on the sideline well look i think we're all tired of that i think we're all tired of uh watching teams uh you know that we feel like we can have an opportunity to beat uh win super bowls um 2018 i, I think the saints could have did enough to beat the patriots um i also feel like uh the saints uh beating the tampa bay buccaneers twice that tells you that they could have beat them three times uh, but look, that's that's just the way it goes sometimes. You know, like it's frustrating, yes, but you learn from it. And I think the the fact that the New Orleans Saints bounce back every single year after disappointment, you know, it shows how good this team is and how well coached they are. Because they could easily just fall off a cliff like the Falcons did when they lost 28-3 in the Super Bowl. And haven't really did anything since, you know. So, I mean, that's a testament. So, it's another season, man. It's over with. Like, we can't have it back. So, only thing we can do is just hope that they learn and maybe they take the necessary steps to get over the hump again. Hopefully. Yeah, I, I, I got you, man. I, I kind of figured that's what you said. Jerry said, and y'all know why I do. Uh, that's beautiful, TJ. God has blessed you because you honor him. Yeah, I, look, I, look, without God, I wouldn't be here. You know, some of y'all probably know about like, October 2019, uh, I was hospitalized. Um, man, I almost died. You know what I'm saying? Like, I almost died. And I remember, like, sitting up in that hospital bed, and I said, when I get up out of here, I want to live every day like it was my last. Like, I'm not going to leave no stone left unturned. Like, I don't care if it's the smallest thing. Uh, you know, I'm going to do something to, you know, make sure that I'm remembered. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to take any day for granted. And you know, I've been living by that ever since. And uh, since then, you know, I, I've been doing it. And, you know, it's all, you know, all because of God. I feel like he was, you know, giving me an opportunity. And um, I just try to take advantage of it. And, uh, you know, I, I advise everybody to live each day like it's their last. You know, like we, you know, don't put off, you know, something that you can do today, tomorrow. Because tomorrow, one, you might not have a chance to do it. You know, so take advantage of today. Greg says, yep. Casual uh, says, Marshawn Lattimore has been my top three favorite players since 2017. It sucks. That it happened to him. Shouts out to Casual Dex all the way in Canada. 
Yeah, shouts out to you, man. Yeah, I, yeah, he's definitely one of my top players on the team. Uh, what do you think about Randall Moore? Uh, refresh my memory. Who is Randall Moore? Somebody refresh my memory. And then, you know what I'm saying, if that's who he is, that I have an answer for you next time. I'm not sure what Randall Moore is. It's awesome for the host to answer your questions and to be knowledge. Yeah, I mean, look. Uh, I mean, look, I, I just, and it, it's just weird to me. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, it's just weird. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't consider myself as, you know, famous or well-known or anything like that. Like, I feel like I'm just a guy behind a microphone. Like, I, I and you, you all are nice enough to take some time out your busy schedule to, to listen to me, you know, like, uh, so when people like, man, I man, I'm tired of this. I ain't, I ain't never like, I'm like, huh? Like, and, and, and you know, I'm. I guess at the time, you know, what I'm saying, I don't think about it, but you know, I, I get, you know, what I'm saying, like, it, it mean a lot to that person. So, you know, I, I apologize in advance. Like, I'm not my, you know, my intentions are never to like, you know, forget about anybody, but. You know, it just it's just hard for me to kind of grasp that, like, you know, like me reading or answering a question like means that much. Like I said, I say that humbly, you know, but it's just it's just amazing. Uh, Mario says, uh, talk about tight end Nick Vernet. Uh, well, yeah, Nick Vernet, uh, tight end, uh, mostly a blocking tight end. Uh, you know, he played with Denver, he played with Seattle. Uh, he he serves like more of that Josh Hill role. I'm pretty sure that's what the Saints want him. Uh, he's a blocker. Uh, he's a guy that probably can catch a, a touchdown in the red zone. And uh, I just think that the Saints got him to be opposite of Adam Troutman. I feel like Adam Troutman is the guy. They they believe in him. They've seen a lot of promise, especially late in the season. Uh, he became a better blocker. We all know he can catch the football. He did that very well at Dayton when he was in college. Uh I just think that Nick Vernet uh, is, is a really good, solid player. And I think in the right system, maybe he can be utilized a little bit better. I think uh, going to the Denver Broncos where you have Vic Fangio, who's a defensive-minded coach, uh, Pete Carroll in Seattle, who's also a defensive-minded coach, and they definitely like to run a the football. They like their tight ends to be solid blockers. Uh, but, you know, when coming to the New Orleans Saints, they, they want their tight ends to be solid blockers. But – there's also an opportunity for you to catch some passes, uh, you know, in the passing game as well. So, I mean, Nick, Nick Burnett did a really good job when he was at Ohio State, another Ohio State guy. Michael Thomas seems to be excited about him, his old teammate. So I think Nick Burnett can be really good for the New Orleans Saints. I, I think that, you know, he's going to give you that, uh, that Josh Hill dynamic. OK, so now you got the pass catching tight end. And Adam Troutman, you know, that's, that gives you that, like, he was like the Jared Cook. And now you have Nick Barnett to be your Josh Hill. But I still feel like the Saints need to draft another tight end. I really do. I think they need another young tight end just in case uh, the Nick Barnett experiment doesn't pan out. So I don't think they need to be out uh, of the sweepstakes. Um. Rondell, okay. Rondell from uh, UCF. Uh, I got to take a look at him because I'm not. I'm not sure who that. Uh, who that is. 
and Dale Moore wide receiver from Purdue. Oh yeah, okay, the five foot nine wide receiver that had like a forty some vertical leap. Yeah, um, think he pretty. You know, I think he pretty good. I looked at some of his highlights. I didn't. I I couldn't remember his name. You know, I, it was like one of those times where I seen him uh, with the vertical leap on on uh, Twitter, and then I went right and checked out his highlights, but I didn't remember his name. But seemed like a pretty. Uh, you know, solid receiver. Um, I, I do feel like he's a little undersized. I, I think the Saints already got an undersized receiver in Deontay Harris. I think the Saints need to be looking at uh, wide receivers like Powell, the uh, wide receiver out of uh, Clemson. Uh, you know, a guy that's like around six foot one, six foot two. A guy, you know, what I'm saying, or even you know, Marshall, you know, Marshall out of LSU. Um, I think they need to be looking at guys like that if you're talking wide receivers. Uh, I just think that the, the undersized guys, I don't think that um, – I don't think you need that guy. I think Deontay Harris serves that role. Uh, those those uh, shorter guys, they're really fast. They got a lot of zip, you know what I'm saying? They can scoop, but uh, they also are very uh, susceptible to being hurt, you know, because you're getting tackled by a 300-pound guy and you're about 160, 170. So uh, I think the Saints need to go bigger at the wide receiver position. Tom Brady says, what uh, do, uh, let me see, what do you with, I guess, what do you do with uh, or about Andrews Pete? All right, well, look, I don't know what you do with Andrews Pete. I, I don't. I really don't. I just hope that he can play better. Um, I think the fact that you have a, a young quarterback who's still um, about to learn the system that the New Orleans Saints has, I think Andrews Pete is going to uh, have a solid season. And the reason I say he's going to have a solid season before everybody like start smacking their lips or spit out their coffee or whatever you're drinking right now. Um, I just think that Andrews Pete is a very good run blocking guard. And I think that his, his strength is the running game. He struggles in pass protection. And, you know, most guards, you know, they're not as shifty as left tackles. That's the reason why they get put in the middle. You know, they're bigger guys. So Andrews Pete, uh, I, I feel like he probably gonna have a solid season because I feel like the Saints are going to lean on the running game more so than throwing a football all over the place 30 and 40 times a game with Jameis Winston because I feel like Jameis Winston will be the starting quarterback over taste. T Dirty says, I listen to this podcast and others like Big Q and who that Davis cause uh, can get the real deal on my Saints, not like those talking heads who know nothing about the Saints and spit nonsense. Well, look, I appreciate that for you having trust in me like that, T30 and uh, Big Q and Aaron. Uh, yeah, they do they do a really good job, man. So, you know, I got a lot of respect for those guys. Uh, Aaron, you know, always on the show. Big Q, uh, I've been on the show a couple of times. Going to get Big Q back on the show here. He's a really good guy, really passionate guy. Um, I just feel like, you know, number one, I, I have a lot of respect for people that do podcasts, and they always just remember that they are – they they serve the people, you know. And it, I don't I don't like the podcast of individuals who, you know, start to get a huge following. Then all of a sudden they feel like they're too big for their britches, and they forget about the people that made them who they are. You know, what I'm saying the people that invested their time, their energy in them. You know, um, that that's something that that really bothers me. You know, I, I mean, I, I feel like you should never forget about the people that made you who you are. You know, what I'm saying God gave you the talent and the ability to get behind the mic and expound on different topics. Yes, uh, but people 
they, they invest their time and their energy in you. They could be doing something else. Uh, they can be going to the store. They can be spending time with their family. They can be watching a movie. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They can be doing something, uh, something else. Uh, but, you know, the people that's out here that remembers that they, they are for the people, I got a lot of respect for. And the people that, you know, get up here and they feel like, you know, I'm, you know, they can beat on their chest and all that kind of stuff. I, I can't, I can't roll with that. And also, shouts out to my guy CB man from the Who That Nation chat line. You know, him and Pretty Carly and crew, they they do a really good job over there as well. You know, and uh, also man, also Nas and you know Deuce as well, man. All, all of them do. Ross Jackson, you know, what I'm saying they do, they do really good jobs, man. But you know, you got some people. I think they need, I think they need um a reality check. You know, I. I I don't like I don't like that type of energy. You know, you start getting guests or you starting to get a little following and all of a sudden, like you forget about the people. I don't think you should do that. Thank you, sir, for reading my comments. God bless you and the who that nation. No problem, Mario. Uh, let's see. Brandon says, hopefully we draft a linebacker. Yeah, Brandon, I, I want them to draft a linebacker, but I don't think it's it, it should come before a cornerback. I don't. New Orleans Saints says, I hope we get Asante Samuel Jr. If he's available, I want J.C. Horn over him. I feel like J.C. Horn uh, gives you a little bit more, uh, gives you a little bit more than Asante Samuel. I think that they both are guys that are really good, very promising careers, but I would choose J.C. Horn over him. And uh, C.D. Do seems to echo my sentiments. Yeah, I'm hoping for Asante Samuels. God says, TJ, I'll be protecting you. Not an easy job. Well, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, five foot nine and fast. Well, look, five foot nine, fast, but small. You know, I, I, look, I, I understand he's five foot nine, I understand he's fast, but those guys have a, a tendency of getting hurt a lot. We already have Harris. Exactly. And look at Harris. Good, but always hurt. Marshall from LSU. Yeah, I think we need to get somebody like that. That's, that's somebody I feel like the Saints need to get. A guy that's over six feet tall, a guy that can run, and, you know what I'm saying, a guy that can get behind the defense. That, that's what the Saints need. You know, enough of these little scat, you know, scat receivers, you know. As soon as, you know what I'm saying, they take a big hit, then they limping on the sidelines. We'll probably spend most of the draft picks on defense. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. What do you think about uh, Derek Kelly the second? Uh, think that he's a solid player. Um, I think that I think he could. I think he'll be. You know, what I'm saying pretty good in the, you know in the NFL. Uh, you know, I think that. But you know, I, I just I just look at what the New Orleans Saints needs are. Um, Look, you got to go cornerback. You know what I'm saying? You got to get the best cornerback. You got to get the best linebacker possible. You know what I'm saying? Anybody, you know what I'm saying, other than Jay-Z Horn, Sante, uh, Sante Samuels, uh, you know, a, a linebacker out of Tulsa. You know, those, those are the guys that you need to be looking at. You know, I, I want the Saints to make sure that they get the best, best possible draft pick, okay? Derrick Kelly is a really good player, but – the Saints need game changers, okay? Uh, Derrick Kelly, to me, solid player, but uh, I, I don't look at him as a game changer. I, I look at him more as a 
you know, a, a guy. You know what I'm saying? God says, I can't lie. I made women with, a, with nice backsides on purpose. <laughs> well, God, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people appreciate that. Okay. Um, I, I won't go into much into that because uh, this is a family show. Ernest says, Pete will take over for 72. Uh, you're talking about uh, Arnstead? Possibly. Possibly. That, that's a possibility. I hope Jameis can help us win a Super Bowl. Like we all do. I just hope that you know he can resurrect his career. I'm ho- I'm I'm uh hoping that he can change the narrative. Hopefully, all of the Raven draft picks are on wide receivers. Well, I mean, you got Sammy Watkins today. That's a start. And then on top of that, look, people don't like. I, I, look, I love uh, Lamar Jackson, but people aren't breaking down. People ain't breaking down the door to try to come play with him. You know, I mean, he's an exciting player. He's elusive and all that different things. But these wide receivers understand their production is going to drop because of a guy like that. You know, so I think that's one of the main reasons why it's hard for Baltimore to get a wide receiver. Because wide receivers want to go out there. They want to make a name for themselves. They want to go out there and they want to catch the football. They want to catch touchdowns. They want to make the big bucks. And they look at Lamar Jackson, you know, if he ain't running – you know what I'm saying? If he ain't running for about 40 yards, he's checking it down to the tight ends. You know, that, that's that's kind of hard for a that's kind of hard for a wide receiver to accept, especially when a guy feels like he's loaded with talent. They want the football. Chase Daniel just signed with the Chargers for $1.5 million. That, that's a that's a pay cut for him, ain't <laughs> That's a pay cut. He, he made about $14 million last year. Thank you, God, a.k.a. Hugh Hefner on high. <laughs> Hugh Hefner on high. <laughs> uh, I say cornerback, absolutely. Uh, do Saints draft linebackers well? Um, no, not really. No, nah, I have to say no. Louis Kakaha, uh, Stefan Anthony, uh, Zach Bond remains to be seen. Mm, not looking pretty good. Not, not looking good. Not a not a good resume for the linebacker. And I, I did a show on that, Andrew. I, I did a I did a show on that a couple. I say about a couple weeks ago when I said the Saints never drafted that that true sideline to sideline linebacker. I, I think it's about that time. How many years do you think the Mario will have left in the NFL? I say about four or five years. I give about four or five years. Lisa says, watching your podcast, CJ, is like talking Saints football with a friend. Keep doing your thing. I appreciate that, Lisa. Yeah, I feel the same way about you all. Thank you. Harold says, I think uh, Corner Horn or the Northwestern kid. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of, I can't think of his name. Uh, but I definitely know you. Newsom, Newsom, Newsom. Yeah, Newsom out of uh, uh, Northwestern. And also, I'm encouraging everybody, um, if you go to – uh, State of the Saints on Facebook. Uh, we're doing a pro football focus draft simulator. Okay. Pro football focus is giving you the opportunity to uh, simulate a draft. Uh, you can play the GM and you can draft the player. So uh, if you have time, uh, go to facebook.com, uh, search the State of the Saints podcast, and go ahead and do a draft simulator, man. See what you can do. Let's see how you uh, would control the draft if you were the GM of the New Orleans Saints. Very excited, man. I, I, I did that and uh, I posted it. 
my my draft got a a B plus. So, you know, I mean, I'd be a good GM, <laughs> not a great, but a good one. So, but the Saints definitely need cornerbacks and, and linebackers, no doubt about that. Uh, Teron Armstead hurt every season. Yeah, but he wasn't hurt last season. He just missed with COVID. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, COVID for two weeks. But all in all, he pretty much, if it wasn't for COVID, he would have played. We can't stand Lamar Jackson, ball hog, <laughs> ash, some wide receivers. Yeah, I, I just think that when you have a elusive uh, running quarterback, it takes away from the wide receivers' production. And when you're a free agent, man, you ain't trying to run to no team that's doing that. It would be nice if we were to draft Terrence Marshall Jr. He's six foot four with some speed. Yeah, it would be nice, but uh, based on the Saints' needs, I don't think he'll be there when the Saints need. You know, I don't think the Saints uh, would be able to draft him based on what they need and how good he is. Tyra says that unrelated Saints new 49ers and Dolphins swap picks. 49ers picked at three. Dolphins then traded back with the Eagles. They gained like four first-round picks for a future draft and a couple late-round picks. Uh, Dolphins going hard. Well, look, that, that's what you need to do. And I think this answers the question about uh, are they all in on Tua Tagovailoa? Uh, they're not going to be making these type of moves if they weren't. Uh, so I think the Miami Dolphins are doing an outstanding job. Shouts out to Brian Flores and as well as his uh, coaching staff and front office of the Miami Dolphins, look, it's time. You know, it's time for the Miami Dolphins to go out here and do something. They took they took steps in the right direction last season. Uh, they came up short when it comes to uh, playing in the playoffs. They got waxed by the Buffalo Bills in Week 17. I think Buffalo might put up about 50 points on them. But the Miami Dolphins, they do a really good job. They're a really promising football team. Brian Flores, to me, is the answer. And um, I just think that uh, if they take these draft picks and they draft well, um, if they draft well, I think they should have themselves a formidable team. Look, the AFC East for the first time in like 20 years is wide open. Buffalo won it last season. It, it, I mean, there's a strong possibility Miami can win it this season or even New England. Or, you know, I don't think the Jets are going to win, even though I think Robert Sala is going to do a good job. I think he can turn around that franchise if the – if the organization gets the hell out of his way and let him coach. Uh, but it's wide open. You know, this is something that the you know hasn't been done in 20 years because Belichick and Brady were running that division. Look, if you think that you have yourself the, the quarterback of the future, you put a team around him defensively, get himself an offensive line, protect him, and then go out there and, you know, make your team better. Ken says, TJ, who do you like better, Jay-Z Horn or Patrick Sertan? Uh, I like Jay-Z Horn better, Patrick Sertan, to me. I think he's a safety. Uh, he probably can play more in nickel, and that's something that the Saints don't need. Uh, you know, it's good to have that hybrid-type player with play safety and corner, but I, the Saints need outside corner. They, they need somebody that can be opposite of Marshawn Lattimore uh, for a few years. Now, I understand that they brought in TJ Carey, uh, the cornerback that played for the Colts, Pretty solid corner, but I just think that the money that you're going to be giving to Lattimore, even though, you know, you may have jeopardized that, you still are going to have to give him a, a nice little bit of money 
it would be good to have a young up and coming corner on the opposite side that you don't have to worry about paying for the next four years because you know Lattimore is going to be able to dominate he's going to dominate uh that tax bracket so if you can get yourself a young corner that's solid just like Lattimore is it's a recipe for success so I, I will have to say J.C. Horn. Patrick Sertan is going to be a good pro to me. Uh, but based on, uh, you know, him playing, you know, safety, probably play him in the nickel. I can't see him as an outside corner. And that's what the Saints need. New Orleans Saints says, I hope Zach Bond have a breakout season. Me too. You know, I, I think that uh, the way that they draft him and where they drafted him and, you know, his, his numbers analytically based on pro football focus. I mean, he should be doing well. Need an interior defensive lineman to stuff the middle and maybe take some double teams so Cam Jordan can work. Um, if I was the Saints, you know, I'd try to kick the tires on Alden Smith. You know, Alden Smith uh, signed a one-year deal with the Dallas Cowboys. They didn't bring him back. I think he had about five and a half sacks last season. The guy was out of football for five years. Seemed like he got himself together. Uh, he worked out at Jay Glazer's uh, gym. He's been working alongside Jay Glazer. Jay Glazer helping him get his, his life back. Uh, we all know that Jay Glazer is pretty close to the Saints organization and Sean Payton. So why not? You know, if you can get somebody like Alden Smith uh, to be opposite of Cam Jordan and also have, uh, you know, Marcus Davenport, I mean, why not? And I'm pretty sure that you're not going to have to pay uh, Alden Smith an arm and a leg. Uh, I would, that, that's the direction I would go in. Man can't take the picture, but he can't make it like this. <laughs> Talk about uh, the Reverend on coming to America. Thank you very much, uh, Eugene. TJ wasn't expecting this news today. This is crazy, bro. Yeah, I mean, nobody was expecting this. You know, I was, I'll tell you no lies. I was on my way to the radio station and I wanted to have a podcast. And I was like, what am I going to talk about today? And all of a sudden that came across the wire. And I'm like, well, found my topic. Just wished I didn't have to talk about it. Ernest says, did anyone pick up Jack Rabbit? Yeah, he played for the Titans. Nose tackle, uh, Jared Lee was released today from the Seahawks. Do you think we... Uh, make a play for him. I mean, only time can tell. Uh, I think the Saints are really, I think they're really satisfied with what they have with Shai Tuttle, um, David Ayamada, and Malcolm Roach. Uh, I, I do. You know, I think they're probably going to add one more interior lineman in there who might be through the draft. And, um, you know, I mean, the Saints, I mean, they, they do a really good job, man. You know, the defensive line coach in New Orleans Saints, Ryan Nielsen, does a really good job at developing those players. There's a reason why the New Orleans Saints didn't want him to leave. Uh, number one, because they probably realized that they were going to be in this position based on a cap. And it's good to have a guy that you know is going to be able to coach up the line. And number two, I just think they believe in these guys. They believe in Malcolm Roach. They believe in Shai Tuttle. Um, you know, they, they believe in David Onyemata, who's only getting better each and every year. Stroll down a little bit. We're going to take a few more and then, we, then we'll get up out of here. Brandon says, fortunately for the Dolphins, the AFC East is a more, a more wide open division now. Yeah, like I said, it's anybody's division now. Richard Sherman. Uh, Richard Sherman is still out there, so as long as he's still out there, there's still a chance. Uh, yeah, he's still a free agent. Exactly. Thanks, Brandon. 
Chanel, what's up, friends? What's going on, Chanel? And uh, shout out to Chanel for purchasing the State of the Saints podcast T-shirt. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for your support. Brandon says, why not go out and get uh, Jared Reed from Seattle they released today? Well, look, like I said, the Saints got bigger fish to fry right now. The, the main priority is cornerback. All right, that's what you have to address. You got you to get yourself a veteran, and you got to get yourself a rookie. So once they do that, then I feel like then maybe they can get somebody else. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it just happened. So, I mean, <laughs> that, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, over time, if they feel like they can get them, then they will. You're covered the breaking news, bro. Yeah, man. Um, you covered the breaking news. Uh, what, what breaking news are you talking about? The, uh, the Lattimore news, the draft pick news, uh, you know, what, what other news that I'm missing? You know, uh, Leno Fournette signed a one-year deal with the Buccaneers. Uh, you know, Larry Fitzgerald might end up going to the uh to the Bucks. The NFL will never leave you struggling for content, TJ. It's a beautiful thing. That's true. You know, always something going on in the NFL. Are you familiar with Zayvon Collins, linebacker out of Tulsa, six foot four, two sixty? Yeah, that's that's the that's the linebacker I feel like the Saints need to take a look at. I think he can be a sideline, a sideline linebacker. And also you can, you know, he can be a Von Miller type guy, get to the quarterback as well. Uh, TJ's shirt says, I'm proud to be black. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that it's black because, I mean, it's been through a few rinse, uh, rinse cycles. So, you know, shouts out to my washing machine, you know, <laughs> not fading my clothes. Brandon says, should we sign Sherman to a cheap deal? Well, if, you know, if he's willing to uh, accept that, you know, yeah, but I don't think you need to like overpay for them. Where uh, best uh, do you see CD Dukes utilizing with Marcus Williams and Malcolm Jenkins playing safety position? I see him playing mostly in the nickel. Uh, you know, I, I just see him playing more nickel than safety because I think they're gonna move PJ to safety since they signed him again. He'll be with uh, Malcolm Jenkins and Marcus Williams. See, the dudes can play his nickel role. Uh, you probably can add somebody like a Keith Washington to play in the nickel as well. Uh, and also just maybe if you get if TJ Carey decides to be with you and also you can draft the cornerback. So I think you can be I think you can be um, pretty solid in the secondary. We need a linebacker to stop the run for net was running all over our front seven. Yeah, for one game, man. Let, let's not get carried away here. Let's not get carried away here. Let's let's not act like the New Orleans Saints were just allowing hundred yard rushes all over the place last season. They were not. The Saints have a very stout, uh, you know, run defense. So, I mean, I would want a linebacker because I feel like that that will free up the Mario Davis to do other things. TJ's washing machine. Shouts out to you too, <laughs> and thank you, man. Ronnie says they need Alabama quarterback. Talking about Mac Jones. Uh, look, I mean, would be nice, but it's not a need. It's, it's not a need. That would be more of a a luxury. That would be more of a luxury. Anthony says who replaced uh, the void from Quine and Azalone? Don't know. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know. 
chances are they probably draft that person. Chances are Zach Bowen might step up. Hopefully Horn falls to us at 28. I don't know if he'll fall for, to us at 28, but I can see the Saints moving up to try to get him. If if um if he don't go in a place, they probably think he's gonna go. I can see the Saints moving up. If they feel like if they feel like a team might go up and snatch him, I can see the Saints moving up. You know, if their team pass up, I can see them sitting at 28 and waiting. Resign DJ Swearinger cheap, but uh, produces. Yeah. I like DJ Swearinger a lot, man. I mean, he's a hard hitter. He's tough. Uh, he, you know, he gives you everything he has. That's that's all you can ask for in a football player. Josh says, how about me and you get together for one of your political podcasts? Um, man, I try, you know, I, I kind of talk about politics in passing. I don't like, I don't really like talking about politics that much. To be honest with you, because it's such a such a divider, man. Like there's nothing divides people more than talking politics, you know, because we can't help but to make assumptions about each other, which is sad, man, that we we've, we've reached this level in this world. You know, that we've that you know, we, we think that we know a person based on their political affiliations or, you know, the way that they think about certain situations. Um, I just think that sometimes we think that everybody needs to think like us and that's so far from the truth. So I don't really like talking about politics like that, you know, because like I said, it just divides people, you know? So I don't know about no political podcast, but um, I might, like I said, I might just do like a series for the unapologetic podcast. That's like my secondary podcast. Um, to talk about like certain things. I'll probably just make like seven episodes or something like that that people can listen to if you want to, you know, talk about other things other than sports. And finally, I'm going to go ahead and end it with Tyrese. Uh, Tyrese says, TJ, who would you rather to get, Shante Sanger or J.C. Horn? Uh, J.C. Horn. Um, J.C. Horn, I feel like, can do a little bit more than Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, I feel like J.C. Horn is a little bit more polished. Uh, than Asante Samuel Jr., but it doesn't mean that both guys uh, can't be great pros. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all for submitting your comments and your questions. And before I go, I just ask that everybody hit the like button if you enjoyed the State of the Saints podcast. If you enjoyed the show, if you know, show your appreciation by hitting the like button. And if you're new to the show, go ahead and hit that subscription button. Really would appreciate it. And also check out the State of the Saints podcast on social media. You can follow on Twitter at State of Saints. That's at State of Saints. You can follow me on Instagram at TJ Jones underscore. And also follow on Facebook, uh, facebook.com. Search the State of the Saints podcast. You already know. Go to YouTube.com. Subscribe to the channel. Search the State of the Saints podcast. Previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. Show once again is sponsored by Manscaped, the official sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast. Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code State of Saints. That's all one word, State of Saints, and you can save 20% off on your purchase. All right. Thank you all. Have a great morning, noon, night, wherever you are right now. And like always, all I got to say is, who that? <laughs>